Hello and welcome to One Star Bazaar, where we review the movies critics hated in search of the unfairly underrated. In case you haven't figured it out, Jonathan's back! Yes. Woo! We discussed the film Alien vs. Predator on an episode of the podcast Everything I Learned From Movies, and I really wanted to know what happens next. Did I? You did! So we're reviewing the sequel... Aliens vs. Predator Requiem. Now, However, we will be talking a lot about the original in context to it. So this is not quite a double feature, but it kind of is, right? He really wanted it to be. Also, I did not realize until researching for this podcast episode that the title is, in fact, Aliens vs. Predator. Like, I thought it was just Alien vs. Predator because that's what the first one is. But no, it's Aliens plural versus Predator. So it's not really Requiem. a sequel. Because it's not The Godfather's Part <laughs> 2. Right? I think it's because there's... I mean, in the first one there was more than one alien. And here there's more than one alien. But, but it could be like alien as in the concept of like alienity versus humanity. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> alien versus Predator. Just the ethereal, you know, concept of an alien versus... Actual, whatever. Okay, this film is directed by Colin Strauss and Greg Strauss, a.k.a. The Brothers Strauss, which is how they are credited in yes. the film. Written by Shane Salerno. Was released in theaters, shockingly, I might add, December 25th, Wait, 2007. Christmas! <laughs> like, if you're going to release a Christmas movie, you have high, high hopes. This film stars Stephen Pasquale... Right. Is it or is it just Pascal? Pas is it? I have no I mean, idea. I had a friend in high school whose last name was Pascal, and it was spelled that way, but pronounced Pascal. Okay. So. Stephen Pascal. Rico. 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 I feel like I'm gonna go with Rico because it rhymes with Keiko, right? The Keiko. Sure. Right. Rico Aylesworth. John Ortiz, Johnny Lewis, and Ariel Gade. No one you've ever heard of, I think, is the point. But then when you look at their faces, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember, that guy looks familiar. Yeah. Like, or, hey, that chick looks familiar. So, the synopsis for this movie is, set immediately after the events of the previous film, a predator ship crashes outside of Gunnison, Colorado, where an alien-predator hybrid, known as the Predalien, escapes and makes its way to a nearby town. A skilled veteran predator is dispatched to kill the Predalien as the townspeople try to survive the ensuing carnage. So, if you listen to the episode of Everything I Learned From Movies, you learn that, one, Jonathan wants to see a ragtag group of people take on aliens and no, 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 predators. No, 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 okay, are we going to get into this now? Okay, fine. this now. is going to be a very... Do it now. <laughs> fine. Now versus finish the rest of our intro here? Okay, fine. Clearly he has a bit. Okay. But... Okay, we'll just rush through this. Until, hold on. <laughs> I do want to say that on that podcast, I said I had always called it the Predalien... And I just want to say that I was right. That's correct. That is canon. It is called oh, a Predalien. Because it was in the Wikipedia article that it said Predalien? It was everywhere. Okay. It's in the official synopsis of this movie. Okay. Predalien is correct. 
read the reviews and let's get let's jump into this. This is apparently going to be a very heated episode, <laughs> at least to start. So, this film has an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. I could not find it on Metacritic and has been liked by 78% of Google users. Chris Nashawati, we've had him before, and then we don't know. Nashawati, from Entertainment Weekly, said Aliens vs. Predator Requiem is a B-movie that truly earns its B. Joe Layden, from Variety, was maybe nicer in saying that occasionally the filmmakers reveal a cheeky willingness to upend genre conventions, particularly when bending the rules regarding who lives and who dies in this sort of pick. Neil Genslinger? 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 Of the New York Times. Gens... <laughs> what did you say? Genslinger. Gunslinger. <laughs> Neil Genslinger of the New York Times said it may not be classic sci-fi like the original Alien, which it has in its DNA, but it's a perfectly respectable next step in this series. Okay. So clearly, we've watched this movie already. Yes. Jonathan has thoughts. (laughs) First of all, before we even jump into what we were clearly about to argue about off the bat, I just want to take, I take offense, I take something with Neil Genslinger's review. This is definitely not a respectable next step in either series. Okay. Okay. But back to what we were gonna say about the first movie before we continued our review of this one is okay we were guests on the podcast everything i learned from movies yeah right Uh uh-huh and in it we talked about the first aliens vs predator stars sanai lathan she's the heroine Uh you know she's the, the ripley figure yeah of the you know of that film they're in this temple in Antarctica, and which apparently the Predators did like a Stargate kind of thing and came to our world and conquered our world and were given sacrifices of people to be used as facehugger, like... Hosts? Hosts, <laughs> yes, to, to, to create like a proving grounds for the young Predators to come and hunt aliens, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That film is directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. Yes. Who, I feel like this was clever of me, so I'm going to mention again. On that podcast, I said that he is basically, for any NFL fans, American football, um, he is the Ryan Fitzpatrick of directors. Like, he's never going to make an Oscar film you know, an Oscar-type film. He's never going to make something amazing. Although, at the same time, like, freaking uh, one of the Farrelly brothers, like, his movie won Best Picture last year. So, I mean, I won't say never. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is, is a quarterback who's, like, just good enough to be a starter in the NFL, but he's never going to actually, like, be the guy that takes you to the Super Bowl or even the playoffs, probably. But because there's so little talent... There's so few people that can actually play at that level. There's always a team that's like scraping the bottom of the barrel. It's like, well, he's good enough. Like he's just barely above that line, right? And I feel like Paul W. S. Anderson is kind of he's a, he's that line too. He's like, you know, you're giving me a weird look. I said all this on the last podcast, I, and I gave you a weird look. Okay. Then. <laughs> 
I guess in any industry, to take it away from just sports, in any industry where the talent is really kind of very top-heavy, like, or really, really, like, there's such a big difference between the people who are the best at something and, like, even everyone else. Even, I mean, take Olympic athletes. Like, the best ten guys in the world are competing for a gold medal. Well, I also Everybody say, else. Paul W. S. Anderson, yeah, sure, he's, he's never going to win an Oscar. But his Never movies make a decent amount of money. Dude, and they're entertaining. I so, I don't even know if they if you make count a decent worldwide, amount of money. I think they do. I mean, it's not like he's directing Fast and the Furious okay. movies that are making a billion dollars. Are there any other things you want to say about the original before we move to the sequel? Like, I didn't... Okay, so I guess to go to what I had said on that podcast episode where we guested. I don't remember how we arrived at it, but somehow I made the statement... You know what I'd like to see is, like, um, an Aliens movie like this, where it, they come across, like, a group of teenagers who, like, Home Alone-style, like, crazy hijinks ensue as they use their wits to fight off the aliens. That was essentially what I said. And then Apparently basically, Steve, Izzy, and I were all like, that's what the yeah, so I go into this movie expecting, first of all, all the main characters to be, like, teenagers, which a handful of them are, but mm -hmm. most of them are not. Most of them are, like, the adult friends or older siblings of a couple of the teenagers. By the way, the teenagers are, like, teenagers in the sense that, like, CW actors are teenagers. Like, they're all, like, 35 playing 17, 18-year-olds. That's every movie now. Well, I mean, hey, take something like Stranger Things, where they're a lot closer oh, yeah. to the Where the they goonies, actually have children. You know? <laughs> I was expecting hijinks. I was expecting, like... Weird Rube Goldberg type <laughs> contraptions <laughs> used. I got none of that. You guys lied to me completely. This is not a movie like that. This is a movie. This is half zombie movie. Like, you could have honestly taken away all of the aliens, replaced them with zombies, and the exact same thing would have happened. And instead of, like, a special forces predator, just made it, like... A special forces zombie yeah. hunter who's like, yeah, I saw this th same thing in Venezuela, you know, five years ago when the plague came through. It would have been exactly the same. That's fair. That's the fair. And, okay, so it was half that. What was the other thing I was thinking? You say something while I think about it. Well, I, the only other thing I have to say is to start getting into our categories. But, oh, one of the things I do want to say is, so I own this movie because, of course I do. And of course we watched it, so I own the DVD, so watching the DVD of it on a Blu-ray player on a high-definition TV <laughs> makes it look not as great the as quality, it, like, originally yeah. did. <laughs> oh, that was it. This is, so this is half zombie film mm -hmm. style, I mean, obviously with aliens, and half Final Destination movie. Yeah. And True. it's funny because, you know, you pointed out probably half of these actors are also in some of the Final Destination movies. I mean, they're like half. Okay, a few of them. Like, at least at one least or two of them. one. <laughs> okay, so basically that's the level you're expecting watching this movie is imagine a Final Destination movie where the ragtag group of people trying to survive 
are also on the run from aliens specifically versus just random stuff killing them. Yeah. But everybody dies, basically. Like, anybody... Spoiler alert! Whatever. <laughs> this movie's like, what, 15 years old? Who cares? <laughs> 13 years old? Um, anybody who you think is vaguely important still might die. Yeah, so one of the... Um, I don't know if they stole this from this movie or not, but there was a movie in 2005 called Feast. And it was kind of a more, like, indie, less mainstream movie where you're gonna, you get this, these people converging in a bar who are fighting, like, a creature, essentially, right? Okay. And the first, they do, like, the comic book style, like, introductions where it's like, this is the hero, and this is the whoever, and within, like, the first one or two minutes of the movie, the hero dies. <laughs> and it's like... This is the heroine! Like, it just switches to her because he's dead. And, uh, yeah, so maybe they kind of ripped that off a little bit from there because I feel like there haven't been a lot of movies where the person you think is the main character is just like, oh, no, just kidding. Like, they're they're not. <laughs> so, spoiler alert, because actually there are people out there who might want to watch this show. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's like an episode. ensemble movie. So in the beginning you meet like what? Like five people? Yeah. So you, you assume one of those five people is the main character. Right. The f The first episode of the TV show The Shield, which came out in like 99? I always heard it was good, but I've never it's seen it. Because Hulu. you can't... Oh, is it? For the longest um, time you couldn't stream it anywhere. So the first episode, the guy who you think would be like the main good guy... Yeah. Gets killed by the... Dirty cops. Oh, okay. Maybe they stole so, it from the shield. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, it's not like it's a super, like, novel idea. I just feel like it's something before. you don't see very often. Anyway, I guess let's just get into it. Let's get into it. All right, so we kind of mentioned that these actors are people you might recognize from, like, a tertiary character in right. another movie so, you've seen. So, like, the one, the hot chick who's, like flirting with the main you got you kind of think he's the main character or one of the main characters right him and his brother yeah anyway i looked her up and she was like on some sci-fi show so that's the level we're talking like they're notable you're like oh yeah that guy looks familiar or that girl looks familiar but it's because you're like oh they're on that show that lasted two seasons like 10 years ago yeah. and i haven't seen them ever since kind of thing but that aside I mean, the acting isn't terrible. Yeah, but it's not good. I mean... <laughs> um, it's not, like, soap opera quality. Yeah, but it's still, like, B-movie quality. Like, I don't... It's, they're, okay, fine. The okay. acting, like always, the acting's not the main problem. But it's not great. Like, okay. there's no... There's no good actors in this movie. Yeah, that's... Okay, fair assessment. So, and, however, interestingly enough... The, one of the more famous ones, who was on Sons of Anarchy, is, like, a guy who murdered his landlady and then fell off a roof and died. Which I was like, oh, yeah, that's why he looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, he was like, that guy looks familiar. I'm gonna look it up real quick. He's like, oh, he's on Sons of Anarchy, but, like, he left the show. And then he looks it up and he's like, oh, yeah. he, like, killed his landlady <laughs> and then, like, fell off the roof and died. Allegedly. Allegedly killed her. Well, he's dead now. Like, well, who's I, gonna guess, do uh, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody, because we don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, at 
acting aside, let's go ahead and talk about this story. So you mentioned how it's kind of Final Destination meets zombie movie. I mean, it's like a, yeah, zombie movie in the sense of, I guess you could, you could step one step back from zombie movie and I guess the alien movies and just say it's like a monster survival Yeah, movie. so I mean, it's it's people against the other, whatever the other entity Which, is. Which technically most of the alien movies are that. I yeah. mean, alien... The first one, the first alien movie is the arguably the best. There will be plenty of people who think Aliens is the best. They are both kind of co-equally the best because they go in completely different directions. Right? Yeah. Because, like, one is more of a slow, methodical, psychological kind of thriller. You know, like, it's very intense. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is just more of like a classic, like awesome '80s action movie. And it's so quotable that builds on that. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Anybody ever accused you think you're a man? No. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's I, I'm not gonna criticize it for that. Okay. Right. What are you gonna criticize it for? What I'm gonna criticize it for is this it crappy movie like. It's, Okay, it makes me sad after watching the first Alien versus Predator film that there would be another movie that would make me be like, oh no, actually that one wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, you watch a movie that you're like, this is crap, and then you're like, I didn't know how good I had it two hours ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Okay. The first one is actually, I would make the argument in retrospect, and granted, it's been what, three or four months since it's I been watched a while it. Since we watched it's not it, like I watched yeah. it fresh like a few days ago, because I'm not going to watch it again after <laughs> having watched it. Um, but it actually has enough of the classic alien, I guess you can kind of call it its own, you know, kind of archetype uh, tropes to actually have a good foundation as an alien movie. Right? Yeah. Now, as a Predator movie, I don't know. Personally, I don't think the Predator movies are that great. I which which we like, have mentioned before. I feel like those are those get the nostalgia treatment where people grew up watching them as kids, and they're like, oh, yeah, I loved that as a kid, so, you know, it's great. And then you're like, yeah, rewatch it now, yeah. 30 years later. So one of the things I will say about the Predator franchise in general, since we're talking about it. Which there's only what? I mean... Okay, so there's the original Predator, then there's Predator, Predator 2, 2, which is in, like, L.A. or something. Yes. And then there's... Danny Glover. Yes. And then there's the one with Adrian Brody. Predators. Which is called Predators. And that's actually... Which, a, honestly, is pretty good. It's actually a decent movie. <laughs> it's fairly good. I mean, as it goes, like, in context, yeah. it's a decent movie. And then there is the reboot, which neither of us has seen and is on our list... The Predator, which came out, like, just this past year or last year. 2018 or 2019, I'm not positive. Um, but that one is on our list, so we'll probably see that at some point. And I don't think it's going to change our opinion on the Predator uh, universe. But, yeah, Predators is definitely the best out of the ones that I we have seen. I, I mean, the first, like, okay, just looking it up. Going again off Rotten Tomato scores, which uh -huh. I don't know how those work for movies that are like 30-something years old, but the first movie has like an 81%. Uh-huh. second movie is in our 
wheelhouse. Yeah, percent Predators is like a 65%. Mm-hmm. So again, most, the consensus is that the first film and the Predators film are the two good ones out of the franchise. Yeah. And I would agree with that. Like, I'm not knocking the first one. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but it's just like a dated... Yeah, he's, his main argument is that it doesn't hold up well. Like, I'm sure at the time it was cool and... Yeah. You know, people was get to the chopper! It's kind of like how... But like, it's meh. It's kind of like how, actually, I liked the first Transformers movie, and I thought a lot of people thought it was pretty cool, but now they've made, like, 15 of them, and then probably 30 years from now, in the context of looking back on the 15 of them, you're going to be like, man, that whole franchise is garbage. <laughs> and it'll just... That'll work against the first one to some degree, even though the first one is clearly the best of them, because they just went way downhill. What was the point? This the point film is, is that garbage. This <laughs> film does not, in your opinion, hold up to either franchise. Correct. But you think the first one, Alien vs. Predator, does hold is in relatively the same wheelhouse as the original Alien movies. Sure. And part of it might be that this one does not feel original at all. It feels like it's riding the coattails of the first one, whereas the first one was actually kind of yeah. a neat concept. Yeah, like, it was bringing some exciting stuff. Like, granted, it was around the time of Freddy vs. Jason, Puppet Master vs. the Demonic Toys. Like What? We talked about this on everything oh I movies. Um, okay. But basically, there were it, it was kind of a like a renaissance of oh, what if these like big franchise characters like all like came together and like, fought like, each other when mashups and everything yeah. else became mash-ups popular. They're like mashup movies. Let's go exactly. So it was um, kind of a product of its time, but yeah, I mean it's perfectly enjoyable as. So the first Alien vs. Predator works, as I said before, because it actually, it doesn't try to do anything too crazy. It just says, you know what, let's take what works from the original films and we'll just make that. And it puts these fun little nods to the original films, too, with, you know, Lance Henriksen, who obviously is Bishop in Alien. Um he is the head of right. the Wayland Corporation. Wayland, he yeah. is Mr. Wayland. So now we see, oh, that's probably why they made the androids look like him is because... I feel like they knew that before, didn't they? What do you mean? Wasn't he, like, in one of the other Alien movies, like Alien 4 or Alien so, 3 or Alien... St- I don't know, whatever. He's in... Uh, I don't think he is in, but isn't one of the Waylands in... Um. Prometheus or Covenant? Yeah, or maybe. Whichever something. one of those. Yeah, that may be it. It's been too long know. since we've seen them. But yeah, it puts those tiny little things in there that you're like, oh yeah, they're like, they know. They're throwing those little yeah. Easter eggs right. for us. But yeah, the story doesn't do anything fantastic. Now, I do want to ask you. So normally, one of the categories we kind of look at is, like, how engaging is this movie? Like, how often do I want to, like, reach for my phone or my iPad or whatever? I will say, I've seen this movie many, many, many times. (laughs) So I was on my phone a little bit. Jonathan, on the other hand, was pretty much always on his (laughs) iPad. And I was like, hey, you're sure, like, looking at your iPad a lot. And he's like, yeah, this isn't the sort of movie where I need to pay really close attention. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay. So my 
my question to you then, sir, is how engaging is this movie? It's not. Again, but there I were will... a few scenes. I will say they do step up the gore. They step up like the the kills. Like you were like, oh, you know, like a couple times when some why of the is deaths that a good, happened. Why is that a good thing? I, I mean, it's just like a you know, it's like I mean, you're I don't know you. Yeah, so... Like, what made the first Alien movie good wasn't the inventive ways that the alien killed people. That's true. If anything, what made the first one good is knowing that the alien is out there when it's not killing people, when it's sneaking around, when it's getting close. The, yeah. The second, the Aliens movie, when you have, you know, they're looking at their little heat sensors and they realize, like, holy crap, there's a million of them, they're coming for us, or they're down this, you know, hallway, or they're yeah. in the ducts or whatever. That's where you get the tension. This movie had none of that. It was just like, well, here comes the alien. Oh, it's in the hospital with all the pregnant women. Oh, it killed them all. Okay. Okay, so here's my thing about that. So, maybe that's where they took a little bit too much from the Predator franchise, because in Predator, which canonically, is that a word? Um, the people, the predators attacking the humans and those are basically just children, like, messing around. Toying right. with the bugs and pulling off their wings. Like, sure. um, so those movies are gory, though. Like, people get skinned, people get, like, their spines ripped out, like, whatever else happens. So maybe they're trying to marry too much of the predator, like, gore, murder, whatever, and not enough of the suspense that comes from the Alien franchise. Is that what you're saying? Sure. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. I don't know. Great. I mean, the problem, too, is we kind of got the idea that the aliens were up to nefarious things and creating more aliens. And obviously they did because then a bunch of al more aliens, you know, came out. But, like, they didn't really... Maybe it would have been better if we could have seen more from their perspective, as hard as that would be. You know what I mean? Oh, from like, the alien the standpoint? Aliens, yeah, like what the aliens are doing. Like how on. in some of the other movies where, or, I mean, so in Alien vs. Predator, for example, since we're talking about both of them, you see that part where the queen, like, screams, and all the little aliens that have right. hatched, like, oh. come to come to her and start breaking her out of the, like, prison, essentially, right, that the, exactly. um, the predators have put her in, and that's pretty cool. Like, we do see that sort right. of, like, scheming, uh, kind of thing, and we do see, like, a tiny bit of that in this movie, where, um, so basically, at the beginning of the movie, the Predalien is born, but then, at the same time, you have their ship crashing, which has face huggers on it. So the face huggers make more regular aliens, and then the Predalien is also there, like, doing its own thing, and it doesn't need a queen, it can just, like, anime-style, like, implant eggs, implant into eggs it, yeah. in you, like, super gross. So you do have, like, the regular aliens, and then the Predalien, and they all are kind of doing separate things. So maybe they should have started working together, like, instead of... Well, like the, the aliens and the Predalien? Yeah. No, they were, because there was that one scene where, I think it was when they killed the chick at the diner, and she was all scared, because they, like, she, she goes through the door and then backs up, because the alien, you know, is there. And, oh, uh-huh. Oh, you ain't going anywhere, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's, like, you know, scared and on the floor, and the alien's, like, being all menacing, 
And then the pred alien comes over, and you see the alien kind of be like, okay, sorry, alpha male, or, you know, alpha, oh, alpha wolf, yeah, like, it's the, uh, go ahead. The Jurassic World scenario where the, like the raptors. Indominus Rex is, oh, like, yeah. the new alpha for right. the, yeah. exactly. So, but at the same time, that's how I interpreted it, and I think it could have been more clear. They could have played that up more. Yeah. The, kind of the mentality of the, the relationships with them. Yeah. At the same time. I don't care. I mean, I'm going to go back to my, going back to the analogy about Paul W.S. Anderson mm-hmm. is like, he's not great, but he's still legitimately, barely an actual like Hollywood level director. Like he can make a decently polished turd. <laughs> okay. Okay. Even if it's a turd, it's still pretty polished. It's still shiny. Okay. Okay. These guys, these these filmmakers who made this movie are not at that level. Like, they are the JV level, you know. They are very clearly... There's still work for them, don't get me wrong, because people like seeing Final Destination movies and stuff like that and CW shows where the quality doesn't have to be up to the same primetime level that most people like. Okay, so just to look at their filmography really quick. Okay, please tell me. The two movies that they have directed together are Aliens vs. Predator Requiem and Skyline. Now, Jonathan has not seen Skyline. I obviously have. Is this the one with the That's the airplane? one where the aliens oh. invade... Earth, like all the people get sucked up into like the blue lights and stuff and I told you I was like honey we need to make a secret signal in case we get eaten by aliens and taken over by aliens and you're like what are you talking about and I was like just trust me we need like a code word I remember exactly you explaining that to me (laughs) this was like five years ago four years ago yeah but I do remember that conversation yes so I will say they produced a good movie in The Bay if you haven't seen The Bay watch that But they have not directed a good movie. (laughs) Sorry. Now, on to... Since you clearly hated this movie, is there anything it did well? (laughs) Is there anything you think it did well? It's entertaining! No, it's not! No, it's not! So boring. Okay, so Jonathan clearly wishes he had not watched this movie, but changed his mind about Alien vs. Predator! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> only relative to this movie. Like, that's sad, isn't it? When you're like, this is a piece of crap. Nope, that's a piece of crap. This one's not that bad. It's still bad. Okay. How bad is this movie? Like, <laughs> Is it worse than The Snowman? Is it worse than Patient Zero? Is it worse than Holmes and Watson? It's far more entertaining than Holmes and Watson. Uh... think so maybe i okay. don't know it's clearly in that, we're gonna leave this up realm. to you so if you, i will put a poll on twitter when this episode airs and after you listen to it vote on whether you think this movie aliens vs predator requiem requiem is better or worse than Holmes and watson <laughs> there you go Thank you for listening to this week's episode of One Star Bazaar. As always, you can reach out to us on social media to let us know what you think or what you'd like us to review next. Please rate and review. It lets us know you're listening, and we sincerely appreciate your feedback. 
Next week, we're going to look at a Netflix original movie based on a book that was based on a TV show, Spencer Confidential.